Welcome to Method in Madness and welcome to 2023. 2003 is going to be the year of change and to be able to withstand this year, we need to update and upgrade ourselves. And to be able to do that, we need madness. To open up the madness level of this show, today we have the world champion of sailing with us. His name is Stefan Decker. Stefan is a wonderful person and he has a rich experience across several activities. Stefan, before he became the world champion of sailing, he was in the Royal Netherlands Marine and he's also served in Afghanistan. And now he's a coach who trains and grooms ambitious people to succeed their purpose and goals in life. His experience in the army, in sailing and as a coach is rich when it comes to change management, communication and leadership. I cannot wait to start my year with Stefan. Let's get started. This is Method in Madness. Welcome to Method in Madness and yes, we are in the first episode of 2023 and I am honored to have Stefan. Stefan, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's my honor to have the world champion of sailing in my podcast. So tell me, how did you become a world champion in sailing? How was that journey? Oof, yeah. Well, that has been quite a journey, actually. Um, The funny story is that I actually, uh, um, I've never sailed when I was young. (laughs) So I I started really late uh, sailing. Um, Like how late? Like I started... Well, 2011. So it, okay. I was well, not so long, but it's 12, so long years back. <clears throat> 12 years back. 12 years back. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 22, um, started with sailing. And then the thing was, I was really passionate about it. Uh, so I, I took a deep dive in it, uh, for a few years. And, um, yeah, somehow I had some talent, I guess. <laughs> so, um, I was, uh, I was able to sail with, uh, with, yeah, all the good sailors, yeah. uh, back then. And, uh, yeah, that, that gave me a lot of, uh, knowledge and, yeah. and, um, um, they showed me how to do it. Yeah. Uh, so it gave me a really good kickstart. Um, and then, yeah, fast forward six years later, um, doing a world championship. Uh, where was the world championship? It was in Denmark. Denmark. Okay. Um, and yeah, actually, it was funny. We, we decided quite late to, to go to the worlds. So, uh, we ordered the boat and, and did all the work on the boat, the two weeks up front of the, yeah. of the worlds. Um, and my helmsman and I were both working in the sailing uh, industry back then. Yeah. Um, both for a different factory, but, um, well, working in the sailing. So during the day, we were, working on our uh, day job mm-hmm. and then in in the evening we uh, we worked uh, till late uh, in the wow. night worked on the on the boat to get it ready <laughs> um to get it ready for the worlds and uh well did that for two weeks uh straight and well just few days before the worlds the boat was ready <laughs> just hit the deadline boat was ready um um someone took it to uh to uh, denmark because we were really busy with uh we both had a delivery on their own factory uh we were working for so we both had a, another delivery um 
on the day. And then we uh, uh, took a flight to Denmark and uh, started the Worlds. Yeah. Wow. And how long was the like competition? Like it was the competition is, is like a, a full week. Full, full week, week of, uh, of uh, racing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And after one week of uh, racing, um, you were the world champion of sailing. How was that feeling to hold that trophy, to feel like, <laughs> wow, I'm a world champion? How was that feeling? Yeah. Um, well, quite some mixed feelings, actually. <laughs> and, and some um, uh, other uh, uh, top sporters will, will, well, will understand me mm. when I say this. Because if you... Most of the time, when you when you really hit that uh, that that number one spot. the number one spot, yeah. On the moment, sometimes you even don't really realize it that you <laughs> won. You, there's too much adrenaline. There's too way. much adrenaline. Well, well, we can <laughs> take a deep dive in all the uh, hormones, but um, there's too much adrenaline, or or you know, it was a big process to go there. Yeah. Um, so somehow you don't have this, this, this winning mood feeling, mm -hmm. but later on it, uh, it, it, uh, kicked in and, yeah. uh, yeah, we had a really good party and, and celebrated it. And, um, uh, yeah, it was, well, for me, it was, uh, uh, after just six years of sailing, yeah. uh, it was, it was a, a big, a big goal that I hit. For sure. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, uh, anybody who has been in any form of sports or competition, um, being called as a world champion is like the ultimate dream goal aspiration that one can have. And I, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm still on in awe and honor that I'm sitting in the capacity next to a world champion and, and, yeah. and yeah, congratulations on that, um, that, that success. Thank you. But before sailing, you also had a different life. You were part of the Marine Corps and you have actually, you know, been on field as well. Um, how was that experience and what life skills did you learn there and that you still keep with you today? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a totally different life. Yeah, I um, can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, however, um, there are quite some, uh, similarities. Um, I mean, the professional sailing industry yeah. and uh, uh, the Marine Corps are both high high performance uh, environments. So, yeah, there are a lot of things uh, in common in, in those uh, industries. So, um, um, yeah, I used a lot of knowledge out of the Marine Corps also in my in my uh, time in in sailing. Yeah, uh, and still, uh, still. Um, still. Um, coaching the youth Olympic uh, and sometimes Olympic sailors, uh, Katamaran sailors. I use a lot of uh, skills mm -hmm. and, and knowledge, um, which I've learned over yeah. there already. Yeah. So okay, can you think of the one, one uh, skill that you still carry with you in term from the well, Marine Corps? Quite some skills, actually. Um, and some of the most important skills are uh, communication. Yeah. Communication, which is... Well, if you if you look nowadays, yeah, people being on social media and 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 uh, uh, those skills, communication skills are are so weak nowadays mm. uh, with people. So you see, also see this in the sailing industry. I'm I'm coaching the youth Olympic uh, catamaran sailors, which is double handed, so two people on a boat, uh, mm. and especially with kids. Um, 
it's so difficult if if they didn't learn how to communicate on school yeah. uh, and in social environments how how are you communicating on a high performance catamaran yeah sailing in a in a in a um, uh, regatta in a race you know it's really difficult if you yeah, if you didn't learn that so um this is something uh, yeah I, I took from from the army you know you need to be able to uh, communicate under pressure yeah uh, in in the most difficult circumstances yeah i so uh, this is something yeah which i which i still carry with me um yeah and of course well that should be uh familiar with you is change management Uh, yes (laughs) yeah expect the unexpected yes it's something uh you need to be always be prepared Prepared for for. yeah yeah and then i could fully agree with you so you have like this plethora of experience from the marine course to sailing um i know you also into coaching what uh, you wanted you've been uh, tipped your toes in corporate world as well so what's next for you what keeps you going now uh what keeps me going is uh um looking back on uh, um well everything i've learned hey, all the experience over the years um with the marine course but also in coaching and the professional sailing industry i saw a lot of similarities mm-hmm. um similarities out of a high performance environment and um yeah i i always see that a lot of people in the corporate industry are are uh, hungry for that they 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 see that there is something for them to learn um yeah so they are really willing to to suck up all the all the um know-how and knowledge yeah uh from top Top sporters, top performers, uh, professionals, uh, and and uh, um, people who have been in those industries. So, what's next for me is um, I did look back on all those years and I saw a lot of uh, similarities. And out of that, I created a, a model of everything uh, I've learned and what okay. did work. Because um, there is also a lot of things which of which course, are not working or not practical mm-hmm. yeah theoretically they, they will they work, work but, but in reality in reality yeah. they're mm-hmm. not working <clears throat> so i made a really nice uh, model out of that and um yeah well, i want to help a lot of uh, entrepreneurs yeah. and and uh, executives to uh, um yeah to to be more productive uh, in uh, in mm-hmm. being a high achiever so and you create you created a model so uh, based out of um, your experiences uh, on yeah um, Wow. I c- cannot think of anyone who's better than you in this because you have seen both life and death dancing next to each other. Yeah. And also you've seen a uh, big win, win and also potential loss and uh, quite extremes you have seen in your career um, moments and, uh, and how uh, decisions of few seconds can just alter mm. life and death, victory and loss, life changing, game changing moments. Mm. And I, I, cannot think of anyone better than you to give uh, enable people in in situations which are probably much less severe than life and death because you know but extremely hard decision making processes are there so i'm very happy that you're bringing your uh, rich experiences out to the world to learn and uh, get better with 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 your uh, guidance thank you uh, yeah yeah well especially when it's not it's not the difference between life and death then yeah. You know the, the the difference between urgent and important can 
get a little bit lost. Yes. You know, so th- yeah, that's that's something uh, for sure. A lot of executives and <laughs> entrepreneurs will uh, agree. Talking about that, uh, you know, we mentioned briefly change management. And uh, imagine you get a top job in a corporate today, um, slightly bureaucratic organization, large organization, a lot of processes, a lot of system, a lot of things, a lot of frustrated people, a lot of resistance to change. And you join as a top leader there. What new thing or what changes would you bring there based on what you have learned in your time as sailing or in the merchant uh, or in the marine course mm-hmm. what uh, best practices what new methods will you bring in that corporate to make them uh, ready for change and uh, transformation mm. <clears throat> um one thing one thing i've learned um in the army in the marine corps um which is something especially in big corporate uh, uh in big corporates is kind of lost or totally missing um is the real leader mm. and a leader is not like a dictator which is no common in in big corporates in my opinion um it's something it's someone who who really shows how to do it yeah i mean how can you how can you expect some something from people uh from the uh, employees how can you expect something from them if you are not doing it yourself i agree you know so um my mom always said if you want to change the world start with yourself and that's the same in the business if you want to change your business or if you want to have your your business um uh, really involved then you have to do that too yeah if you if you can't show how to do it then how can you expect people others to do it agreed i and and so you will become the role model leadership that will help people to follow a path and um Be- become a role model basically to be a role model yeah. yeah yeah and and it's extremely important because um i was research- recently researching on this and uh, i wrote something on there is some uh, something called influence curve um um uh, factors that influence behavior in an organization and the one of the top one is the role modeling how the leaders actually behave not what they say and do but what they actually um uh, how they behave how they, what they do yeah. what, what what if they walk the talk or not and their behavior there the culture that they uh, you know promote very indirectly becomes the culture of the organization and the method so definitely i i see why um people organization needs role models uh, like you to be there to help organizations or be resilient to change like you said what you learned yeah. about yeah and it's always funny that that uh, a lot of um uh, managers and, and and entrepreneurs and and executives are always looking for that role model yeah. themselves in uh professional sports uh, sportmans eh, or 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 others but never showing up like that yeah. themselves so i think that is something if you change this little thing in your company already there's a big change going yeah. on and and i really believe that um everybody has the potential to be a role model you don't have to be necessarily in leadership position to be a role model i mean people 
can like something, how you write emails or how you give a talk or how you uh, talk to people during this uh, stand-up meetings. So we, we have many role models um, at work. So it's, it's really about telling them, listen, you do well and people look up to you for this. So keep doing it. And, you know, of course. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. If, 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 Someone is good in one thing, you know, don't try to force them in another position. Absolutely. Where they're not probably not happy or not good in. No. Absolutely. Maximize your max, minimize your main. Yeah. I agree. One last question. Something I ask to every guest who comes to Method in Madness is because we spoke a lot about method. Now it's time to talk about madness. What has been your madness in, in your life? Like something you've done in your life. And today, when you look back, you think, what was I thinking? Oh my God, but thank God I did it. What has been your, that one madness that, Ooh. that, uh, you like today's you would never do it, but you're so happy you did it in the past and it qualifies as madness. Ooh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know if there's something I would never do. Um, um, looking back, um, I think, well, there's, there's one thing popping up in my head with was madness, but you know, I don't know if I'm happy that I was in that position. Um, but, uh, looking back to, uh, my journey in Afghanistan. You were uh, in Afghanistan. I've been to Afghanistan, uh, in, uh, 2010, um, oh, wow. with the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. Um, looking back, you know, I've, I was never, uh, thought what the sound is of a bullet, uh, with within, well, flying over within a, a meter, uh, over your head. Oh, wow. So. This is a totally different sound you hear in the, in the movies. <laughs> this is a totally <laughs> It's nothing like sound. that. It's not like the, the whistle thing. It's oh, like, wow. It's more like, um, you know, this, this little, um, um, toy yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This kind of sound, the kinetical, uh, sound of, of, uh, the speed of the bullet. Yeah. Going through the air. Um, that sound well i never knew that so i was standing there with with uh, a buddy of mine hearing that sound you know i was like hey do you hear that sound are there are there like children playing <laughs> around here with this <laughs> toy guns <laughs> and then sergeant major uh, over the communication uh, um uh on the comms he was like Dude, go go on your belly, you idiots! <laughs> I was like, okay, what's, what's happening? <laughs> so we went down on our belly. He was like, this are this is gunfire. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, wow. you could have told me that before. You know? <laughs> yeah. That, how long did you stay in Afghanistan? Uh, that was like five months. Okay, five months. Yeah. And you look back at at it like with. I mean, there's no easy way of looking at it, but it must be uh, a difficult, but learning and a lot of madness, I guess. Well, a lot of madness. Yeah, difficult because uh, within the, well, exactly after one month, we lost uh, two buddies uh, um, due to an uh, ID, so a, a big bomb. Um, so, so, yeah, and then you have to, continue for another four months. So, um, um, yeah, this is the, yeah, you have to come really prof professional and, and, uh, um, 
we were lucky that we trained for a year already. We were really, really uh, tight and connected group. Uh, there was a, a really big connection yeah. between each other. So we, we uh, helped each other out, of course, um, to, to be able to continue. Uh, but yeah, this, this was a tough time. Yeah. yeah. And, and it makes more sense when I hear this story, why you are all about leadership, role modeling, helping each other, helping others, because I think one of those skills you probably learned there of, of collaborating, being buddy up, you use the word buddy a lot. Uh, and I see how it shaped you. And I'm, I can tell you, I think everybody who's listening just like them, I'm also very curious to see your program come out because I think it's going to be rich in uh, essential life skills that can help us in our lives, also in corporates. But the source is, or material that you're using is so rich from being an army in a life in that situation to a sailing to the, 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 the bandwidth of life that you've seen and, and the richness this course brings makes me and everybody listening very excited about what you have to offer us to. So I'm really looking forward to that, uh, Stefan. Perfect. Well, yeah, I will. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I will, I will uh, <laughs> tell you when it's uh, when it's finished, and uh, absolutely, yeah, we will be rooting for you. Well, thank you so much. I could not have imagined a better way to start Method in Madness in 2023 than have you share so candidly your journey, your rich experience. Thank you so much for joining Method in Madness. Thank it's you for a, having me. Thank you. It's been an honor talking to you, and we will keep talking in the coming years as well. So yes, of course. All the best. And that was the first episode of Method in Madness in 2023. Just like this episode, in the coming episodes, you will hear amazing stories, more madness and more methods. Till then, stay mad because that's what we will need in 2023. See you in few weeks.